It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. It just dawned on me. We're at episode 295. So this one, and then is it three more? All right, let me quickly do this. 296, 297, 298, 299. Four more episodes until the Kenny Ho Show 300. Sometimes I wonder if I'm dumb. I was listening to Tell Him Steve Dave, and they brought up the amazing George Carlin quote. You have to understand, the average person is pretty stupid. Now you gotta think, about half the people are stupider than that person. As a kid, as a confident, if not arrogant kid, I would have been like, ha ah, ah, I'm definitely not dumb. I'm definitely not one of the half he's speaking of. I'm of the other half that he's insinuating exists. I'm so smart and handsome. Things are going to turn out well for me. And here I am. Not against dying. Yeah, definitely. I look back, I'm like, I don't think I was a dumb kid. I used to like never even study, just show up to class, listen to what's going on. And then I get like 95% on every single test. Other than math. I'm like one of the very few Asian guys who aren't good at math. Nor do I have an interest in driving a souped-up Honda. Or have an interest in an Asian girl selling out and dyeing her hair blonde. Bet you're never going to be one of them. Love yourself. Now, I don't know what that feels like, but I hear it's all the rage. You should try it. It's better than selling out in this way. In this very one particular way. Do not sell out in this way. If you ever start a podcast, the goal should be to sell out as far as I'm concerned. It's just a real shame when you you try so hard to sell out. But seven, eight years later, you haven't made a damn cent from doing so. But I was thinking about it this morning. I guess it's just kind of on the same wavelength. I'm like, I used to be this. And now I'm not. I used to be a smart kid, and now I feel like I'm a dum-dum. I had to take a legit, like, five seconds there to be like, is it three or four more episodes? I don't know how math works. Well, I never did know how math works, so I'll give myself that much rope. Hopefully enough to hang myself. (sighs) But I've been, I haven't been screwing around totally. A lot of Sims 4, though, a lot of video games. But I have recorded... A bunch of the Kenny Ho Show 300, though. I think I would be safe to say I've recorded about 75% of it, which is good. But I've been at it for like two, three weeks now, which is bad. But I mean, technically, I have another month to do it, which is good. But I mean, I don't even have a job anymore. So technically, I could probably knock out four episodes in four days if I really wanted to. Any uh, Anyone else... By, like, Saturday, they should have a Kenny Ho Show 300 ready to go. But I 100% won't. Which is bad. 
But hey, I'm still alive. Which is good? But I don't know why it's taking me so damn long. Because I literally have most of this stuff written out. And if I haven't reached that point with some of the bits, it's at least pretty thoroughly thought out. I really just do need to sit down and start recording. But yeah, I just can't get around to it. I mean, I've been talking about losing weight for like 10 years now, so I'm not too surprised. But I remember when I was, let's say theater school. I don't want to remember theater school, but I was super productive in theater school. Like that was a every waking moment type of a situation, right? Up at six, come home sometimes midnight. But on average, probably seven, eight o'clock at night. And then it's not like, hey, go home, have fun, hang out. It's no, you got more homework to do until about midnight. Then you got to go to sleep and then get up and do it all over again. I'm sure lots of people do that. Like, I'm sure people in medical school, all they do is just read all freaking day and go to labs and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. That's a type of challenging. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, I have such a hard time sitting down reading a novel over, like, a month or something. I, I couldn't possibly imagine myself having to read, like, four chapters of a dense textbook every single day. So that's a challenge in and of itself. But I don't feel like it's a high-pressure, high-stakes type of thing. Whereas in theater school, there would literally be, like, the plate would be so full, I would have a performance, like, let's say, three in the afternoon, not in front of, like, a huge audience, but sometimes, like, other professors would drop in for it, and, you know, you perform in front of your classmates. So there's an audience, so you don't want to completely screw up. But literally, the, my plate would be so full that at three's the performance, I would be like, well, I have lunch at 11.45 or something like that. I could figure it out then. And sometimes I'd be able to just like quickly eat my lunch and then run into an empty studio, hope there's an empty studio, first of all, and then just figure it out, come up with it hours before this thing happened, literally have maybe half hour to not only conceptualize, but to rehearse it. And a lot of times, I don't want to toot my own horn, it turned out pretty well, but it didn't always get to happen like that because the studio wasn't always empty. And sometimes there just wouldn't be time. Sometimes like my brain would be so fried. I'm like, I'm just going to eat lunch. I'll make it up when I get there. And at least one time it didn't work. I remember at least one time I went up there and afterwards I'm like, wow, I really shit the bed that time. But it turns out it doesn't matter. You could do really well. I, could, I had some really great performances back then. But once again, here I am without a job without proper insulation in my walls, and without hope for the future. <sighs> but I got shit done, because like it was six days a week. And again, Sunday wasn't a day off, it was homework day. It would be, all right, how much of the plate can I clear during the week? And how much of the plate... Am I going to need to do on the weekend my one day? It's not even a day off because I had to work. I had to work a part-time job. So it'd be like, okay, so I work at 4 in the afternoon today. Uh, let me get up at 8 a.m. After a 60-hour week, does 60, 70, 80-hour week sometimes. Like, doesn't matter. I have, I'll have to get up at 8 a.m., never mind sleep, sleeps for the week, and just knock out all my homework. I have between 8 and about 3 o'clock. But I got shit done. I mean, I, back then, 24 hours was not enough. But 24 hours is a lot of time if you know how to use it properly. 
and I really, really do want to start utilizing my 24 hours more fully, but I just can't do it. I guess back then I had no choice. It's like, well, either because it was a very culty theater school, man. Like, you really can't be an individual. You got to do what everybody else is doing or you're going to pay the price, right? But here now, Kenny Hosho, this is why I love Kenny Hosho and why I got out of theater because I wanted control. I wanted creative control. I wanted to do my own thing. And Kenny Hosho is that. So I don't want to beat myself up. Most podcasts go once a week. So at least... I I got that much down. In fact, I'm going twice a week with WandaVision podcast. But it would be cool to recapture some of the the hard work and capabilities of a young Kenny. Could you imagine if I woke up and, I don't know, maybe first thing in the morning, like, worked out? And then, like, read books throughout the day and, like, researched how to be whatever I want to be. Maybe learn a second and third language type of thing. I feel like after about six months of that pandemic barring i'd be wrist deep in bitches i'd want to sleep with me i'm like holy crap i'm so good at everything i'm so productive i'm a go-getter i get stuff done and i do that move that kimmy gibbler move where i'm like hugging myself and like pretending i'm making out with myself these are dark times we live in these are dark dark times we live in It's not that bad. Holy crap. This is way better than having uh, the job I used to have and any of the jobs I used to have. I've never had a job where I'm like, I'm so thrilled to go to work today. The only times I've ever really liked going to work was when there were hot girls there. I remember, uh, you know, I don't want to reminisce too much. Let's move on. Life is for the living, don't you know? And I can't believe this slipped my mind, but uh, who's no longer living is... Larry King. I mean, I suppose it was only a matter of time because, hey, he's getting up there in age. Like, you kind of forget, just because they're a celebrity, they're going eventually. They're immortalized through their work, but they, as people, will grow old and die. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I loved Shania Twain, had a thing for Shania Twain at some point. Never, like, hardcore. She was, like, never my Lindsay Fonseca, but I always found her attractive. But the last time I saw her on TV... She was getting big. She was starting to look like a grandmother a little bit. And with all the makeup and all the hair and stuff, I'm like, lady, you're trying to hang on too hard. You just, just got to let it go. You gotta, there comes a point in life when you just got to accept, I'm no longer a spring chicken. I'm no longer attractive. I should kill myself. Well, for most people, that happens, you know, in their 40s and 50s and such. Old Kenny had that crisis in around, oh, I don't know, 26, 27, something like that. So I'm speaking from experience here. That killing oneself for superficial reasons is A-OK in my book. But yeah, Larry King, I like that guy. Seemed like a nice guy, but his questions... Now, I didn't really pay particular attention to him, but his questions seemed like they were kind of blunt at times, like really to the point. But I suppose there's something to that. There's, you know, you could respect him for that. He's not asking fluff questions, right? Which is how I would roll the fluff questions. I mean, not like the hard hitting stuff. It would definitely be things like, so Hillary, what's your favorite color? Well, inside, the real questions would be like, oh, for the love of Christ, of all the people you could have married in this world, you married a douchebag personal trainer? Get out of here, girl. 
Lizzie would be disappointed in you. Oh no, Lizzie McGuire, they canceled that. I'm triggered. And again, I I never really paid attention to to his show. He wasn't my guy or anything like that. But of course, I had respect for him. He's like a legend in the game. So when CNN did that special on him the same night he died, I definitely watched it. And uh, what I found most interesting, I guess, I'm not really that surprised. He always struck me as a guy that was never young. I just never thought of Larry King as a young guy. I'm like, yeah, I think he came out of the womb looking 40. And it turns out that was totally the case. They were showing black and white pictures of this man when he first got his start. Like, oh, I don't know, like 60 years ago or whatever. This man already looked 40 years old. This guy was a pup radio guy, but he looked like he'd been in the game for at least 20 years. I'm like, I don't know what they're feeding you, but can you let me know so I make sure I don't feed myself that? I may be Asian, I may look younger than I'm supposed to look, but uh, I don't want to play with fire. I was imbued with these magical powers to keep me young for a while. I don't want to screw with that. Not that this is a problem for me. It's not like I'm like fending off Jewish bitches all day long. But I'm telling you, if he's like, oh yeah, I just had a regular old Jewish diet. I'm like, I'll definitely never marry a Jewish girl. Because call me a sexist pig or whatever. But hey, if I were ever to bite the bullet, if I were to ever marry a girl, oh, she better be cooking for me. Because at this point in my life, that's the only thing I want. I want to take naps and have delicious food, all right? So if she's a great cook, but she can only cook this youth poison, then that's a definite no-go. I think I'll just keep by myself and uh, have my delicious Asian food. And uh, hopefully that keeps me young for a really long time. At least until I gain the courage to call it a day. And I don't want to speak ill of the dead. But man, Larry King, he should be really grateful that he was born with his beautiful, beautiful, deep, bassy voice. Because he could win you over with that voice, but goodness gracious, that face. Or well, let's just say he had a real face for radio. His teeth were quite mangled. Like he was definitely playing with dentures. Like since the time you've known him, those are implants or dentures or something like that. Because his real teeth, there was like, there's one over here. And then like four centimeters later, here's another one. That's why dentists kill themselves, right? When they got these like golem looking guys coming in, it's like, oh, they like they spaz out and have a seizure. Or at least that's what happened to me. That's why I tell jokes. I wanted to say professionally, but I feel like you have to make money to uh, to be able to put yourself under that umbrella. So I'm just here taking up space. But you know what? I shouldn't worry too much about being disrespectful. Not that it's my uh, intent to be disrespectful of Larry King. I like them. Um, but jokes are all I got. And anxiety. Jokes and anxiety. I got, I got tons of both. But I shouldn't be too worried about being disrespectful because his home network was plenty disrespectful. Like, when he died, I figured, hey, man, this guy, they're just going to talk about him for the next, like, two weeks. A, he's a legend, and B, he's he's one of their own. He's homegrown, right? He's, like, one of them. But no, they had, like, a short segment during the day. They explained, okay, so this is what happened. This is why he died. And they moved right along. They moved on to, I suppose, something more important. But honestly, it's the same shit every single day. We all know about the coronavirus. We all know that, you know, immunization is happening, 
And we all also know, at least in Canada, that, hey, man, it's going to be probably somewhere around the year 2023 or four or so before a guy like me is getting a shot the way they're going. I'm like, what are you kidding me? You're getting like way the hell less than 10,000 people done a day. I don't remember the last number. It was dismal, though. I just remember whatever the pace was. I think it might have been 5,000 or something like that. Like, you have to get through 20 million people, my guy. Even in Ontario, you got a million. You can do the math on that. It's going to take you forever. I mean, I don't really care one way or another. I mean, I hope the government keeps up with, uh, like, some sort of program to keep money flowing because... If that doesn't happen, they'll be like, I need a shot. I need to get right back out there. But hey, if the Trudeau government wants to keep paying me to stay at home, I'm more than glad to do it. Sure, my mental health is really, really in bad shape. But honestly, would it be that much better if I had to go to work and deal with people, let's just say, that I didn't really want to deal with? Probably not. There'd be less cabin fever, but probably something... No, not probably. Something would definitely stand in its place and replace it. So yeah, they barely talked about Larry King before moving on to more coronavirus. And then even that night, that documentary, that tribute was one hour long. I'm like, this man had a, what, like 40 to 60 year career and y'all could only find one hour of stuff to talk about. And then that was it. That one hour and they never talked about him for the rest of the week. Or at least not hardcore enough where I could casually tune in and be like, hey, there they go. They're still talking about Larry King, which is how they treat most celebrities, right? When a major celebrity dies, you turn on CNN, that's all they're talking about all day long. They're like, Corona Shimona, don't worry about that. Don Rickles just died. Not saying that should they shouldn't spend a day on Don Rickles. Absolutely. They should spend five weeks on Don Rickles as far as I'm concerned. But it's kind of weird that they're like, these celebrities who have nothing to do with us are going to get a week. I remember when Princess Diana died. They legit all day, er day for like two weeks. Everything they'd ever, every special they'd ever done on the royal family was playing. Everything they'd ever done on her was playing. And they were just calling everybody. And I get it. She was a big deal and how she died was a big deal. But there are lesser celebrities than her that I feel like got more respect than Larry King. I definitely know, I can't name any off the top of my head specifically because, you know, I try to forget everything. I really do. Life would be so much better if I could just men in black myself, just like mind wipe myself every night. Just remember who I am and who my family is. That's about it. Maybe like some basic motor functions, I guess, because I don't want to be like crapping myself too, right? That would be really embarrassing. But why would I care? Even if I stank up the whole joint, I would forget all the ridicule that, that happened that day with one flash at night. But I definitely know there have been times when celebrities have died and they'll call everyone they know. Everybody they know calls in. Like the, the first day, it makes sense. Their friends, their family, their loved ones, that type of stuff. Yes, of course, we want to hear from them. They knew these people. They tell great stories. But then like the second and third day, it's like, oh, yeah, so let's talk to their bodyguard now. Let's talk to the gardener now. Let's talk to the limousine driver. So limousine driver, how was so-and-so to you? What do you tell us a story about him or her? See, si, senor. So, he was very nice. He said, go to the airport. And he didn't follow it up with you filthy Mexican. Is that the story? See. Si.
And that's like gold compared to like day four and five where they're like, okay, so now on the line is the girl who works the drive through window at the McDonald's that this person used to go to. I'm like, come on. Girl doesn't even know it was him. Like the driver made the orders and picked up the orders. You think you think that superstar was just all willy-nilly picking up exposing themselves to the unwashed masses like what are we even talking about here so i found it pretty weird they had one special on him i mean they literally have like thousands of hours of this man talking in his show they couldn't they dedicate a couple of hours per day to doing some old reruns major specials that he was a part of Anyway, I'm running long and I'm not even done with this one because just before coming on here, my brother sent me a text. He's like, oh, so uh, did you hear that uh, Screech passed away? I'm like, Screech? What the hell? Isn't he really young? And yeah, I looked it up. Turns out he was only 44 years old. But he's not a statistic here. He's not a victim of the old novel coronavirus. He passed away the old-fashioned way by the other C word. Old Cancer-roo. I mean, I, I don't feel anything about this one way or another. I was never a Saved by the Bell fan. I like the girl. What's her name? Uh, what's her name? Tiffany on that show? Is it Amber Thiessen or something like that? Well, I feel like you're talking about Kelly Kapowski that might. Yes, that's who I'm talking about. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, a.k.a. Kelly Kapowski. Thanks, Animated Kenny. From WandaVision Podcast? Don't mention it. I'll see you Friday. Even if she died, though, I wouldn't care. It's not like that's my wife or something. Believe me. If, you know, if I met a girl like that in my teens and I got to date and then marry her, I still wouldn't be sad when it was time to go because let's say she was like 50 years old. You know, she doesn't look like she did when she was 15 when I started dating her. You know, I got all those good years and... Just before I had to pay the price and deal with her bad years, she called it a day. That, whoa, like how lucky would I be? Widowed young. That's the best. All right, that's it. That's episode 295 of the Kenny Ho Show. So once again, after this one, four more to go before 300. Now, I don't know what the move is here. Do I just go one per week i mean i kind of want to do another one right now i kind of want to record another kenny ho show right now because what the hell am i really doing with my life right now right so i could potentially knock out all four this week if i really wanted to i don't think i'll do that because if i do four i'd have to get it done monday through well i didn't have to i guess i could go one every other day or something and on friday it would be wandavision podcast so maybe Because at one point, I wanted to, like, knock out, like, a dozen of these in a row. But I don't see the point. Why am I rushing to 300? Sure, it's going to be a a big episode. It's one that has more prepped material as opposed to me just turning on the mic and be like, this is kind of what I want to talk about today. Let's hope I get to it somehow. Much like what I learned in theater school, usually when when you put in at least a little bit of prep, it'll probably be better. And from experience, I think 100, 200, those were, you know, highlight episodes. More so 200 than 100, honestly. 100 was kind of like, oh, what the hell do I do now? Like, I had a bit of time to to think about it and do it, but I think it happened over two weeks. Whereas 200, I literally was like, think about it a year ahead of time. Like 200, I'm pretty sure there's like, 
15 pages of unused material from 200. Damn it. I should have just taken those 15 pages and done 300. But then it wouldn't make sense. It's like, none of these people are even big anymore, Kenny. What the hell? Michelle Branch was pretty fringe even when you talked about her on on 200 there. Makes no sense at 300. Sorry, I gotta stop talking. Because every word that I say means I have to be on post-production one word longer. So that's it. I'll either talk to you on an episode. Realistically, I want to do two episodes this week. So probably before WandaVision podcast. But at the very latest, I'll talk to you on WandaVision podcast. This has been the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. So I'll just say, toodles.